you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Coming up on Total Access, the locker room. Keep it 100. When you first heard those rumors, big dog, what was going through your mind that possibly a guy like Aaron Rodgers could be coming into your locker room? I was like, Super Bowl. For sure, Super Bowl. <laughs> I, knew it. I knew it! Welcome to NFL Total Access, the locker room. I'm Michael Robinson, and today I'm joined by Brian Baldinger. Baldy, what's happening, big dog? Mike, look, I, I just want to get in the locker room with you here today, man, and like just chop it up here a little bit, all right? We got a great guest today, Mike, and he's got a lot to say. Let's get it, Baldy. I love it, man. We're here to tell you what players and coaches really talk about inside the locker room. Today, we're talking to a Denver Broncos running back, Melvin Gordon, and you guys are not going to believe the advice he gave to current quarterback, Drew Locke, the fake it till you make it. You got to listen <laughs> to understand what we talk about. And here he is, yes, 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 Denver Broncos running back and, and also a Big Ten alum from the University of Wisconsin, one of my favorite running backs in the National Football League, Melvin Flash Gordon. Welcome <laughs> to the show, big dog. What it do, baby? What it do? Hey, man, glad to have you on. So, look, before we get into it, right, we start every show with a locker room story. And again, Melvin, I'm not talking about one of those – one of those um, stories that could go up on TV where they're going, you know, bleep it out and all that. We don't do that here on the show. We let it go. We let it all go. We're going to peel back the curtain a little bit. So now's your opportunity to bless everybody with your locker room story. Okay. Uh, I got one. Ironically, okay. it was, it was uh, uh, when I was with the Chargers and we were in Denver uh, playing the Broncos. So we we eating. We eating at the table. Me, Gates, uh, me, Gates, Antonio Gates, and Melvin Ingram. Okay. So, uh, you know, we eating, we eating at the table. They called it, they called the, the, um, you know, you know, you, they call for the bus. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's like five minutes before they leave. So they're like, Hey, it's five minute call before we all leave. So everybody, everybody <laughs> leave downstairs. So we all, we all looking around like, okay, it's just us three in here. So we get down, we got to be down there. Let's just say if the bus leave at, at 12, they leave at 12. Yeah. So we got down there at 12. So when we get down there, the buses take off. 
the bus is the bus the bus the bus we was on time but we was on time but i guess if you're on time you late in 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 that in that instance so we looking at the guys like hey stop the bus stop the bus they like they keep going yeah, so at this stop. point so <laughs> us it, it ain't it's no one but me gates uh mail and a couple of security from the team so I'm, it's my second year, I want to say. So I'm scared out of my mind. I'm like, <laughs> I'm scared. You know, Gates comfortable. He like, man, I'm, I'm, we going to be all right. So we literally, to get to the Denver game, we had to take a taxi. What? Us three. We had a to take a taxi. taxi. A, real, a taxi. real taxi. We had to take a taxi. Yeah. I swear, it was the craziest thing ever. They laughed when we got in the locker room, but I was so scared. And Gage just kept saying, hey, I know one thing. Us three in here making the play, so yeah. they can't start, they can't start <laughs> the game without us. <laughs> That's what I do know. But, oh, you know, man. I was a young boy, man. I was so scared, man. But that was so funny, though, just laughing back on it. We literally took a taxi to the game, to the Denver game that, yeah. that year. It was it was, it was was one of the crazy things. I was crazy, scared, but it's funny, man. though. And Melvin, yo. You, you, you're talking about Melvin Ingram, and I've been around Melvin quite a bit. Now, he yeah. thinks he's the world's best athlete. If every oh, sport, yes, in does. every position, Melvin, am I right? Like, he everything. Thinks, there's a part of Melvin Ingram that thinks he's a better running back than you. Oh, 100%. You ask Mel, Mel think he's the best kicker in the National Football League. He thinks he played quarterback, wide right receiver. He really wanted to take snaps at tight end. Yeah. It's just, I mean, he absolutely, he, he low key is. He pretty much can do it all, to be honest. <laughs> but you know, you you ask him, man. He think he a Hall of Famer at every position. Yeah, the man crazy. <laughs> My dog, though. Let's take this thing to, to to Denver a little bit. All right, you got the crowd coming back. I know last year was tough on you not having the crowd, man. How excited and enthusiastic are you gonna be to see Mile High Stadium packed again? Man, it's going to be dope for me. You know, I've always seen it, you know, being on the opposite sideline, you know what I mean? And, you know, I know from a couple of players, me, I know Keenan, um, a couple of players that, you know, I was playing on the Chargers with, we loved playing in Denver because it was just like, I mean, obviously we're going to get booed and whatnot, but, <laughs> I mean, the atmosphere was just like what you expect from the National Football League. Like, it was just, I mean, it was crazy to see an orange. Like, it was just like, man, it was just a dope atmosphere, especially at night. Um, so, you know, when I came there, it was definitely something I thought about. And I was like, man, I can't wait to see the fans. I can't wait to enjoy them. And <laughs> obviously COVID happened. So I didn't, I didn't get to experience that. Um, and that's why, you know, when I tell people, I ask them, I'm like, man, I didn't, you know, so far this far, I haven't got to really experience the Denver, you know, the real, man. the real feeling of a, a Denver Bronco. You know, I want to experience the fans. I want to score in front of them and, and celebrate and feel their energy. You know, I, I, I can't wait for that, man. So, you know, Roger Goodell said that, you know, he's expecting the stands to, uh, to be filled. So I'm excited, man. And, and, and definitely I'm going to have a lot of energy come that first game when that stadium's filled up. Oh, yeah. Melvin, I got to ask you, like, I played seven games in Denver during my career. I never won one. I know you played up there when you were with the Chargers every year, but did the altitude ever bother you? Like, it always kicked our butt. Yeah, you want to know what's crazy? Like, we usually played them, like, later in Denver, later in the year. So by the time we played them, we were, like, well-conditioned. You know, we were, we were, we were in mint condition now. I'll tell you, you, you do get cotton mouth and 
Yes. Listen, everybody was about to be say. white. <laughs> yes. Everybody, you need you need a stick of Carmax on the sideline. <laughs> I can promise you that. If you don't do nothing, you come out there, you're gonna need a stick of that. But man, it's just, you know, I've never really got to experience it, but <laughs> playing there, you can definitely you can tell the difference 100 percent All right, cool. I'm I'm gonna take it on the field a little bit more, man. So you know, we've been hearing all these little rumors, right? About that, about that guy Aaron Rodgers possibly coming to Denver. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know we got Teddy B, and I love Teddy B. I'm not yeah. there's nothing, no knock on Teddy B, but I mean it's Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Okay. If yeah. Aaron Rodgers came in. So when you first heard those rumors, keep it 100. When you first heard those rumors, big dog, what was going through your mind that possibly a guy like Aaron Rodgers could be coming into your locker room? I was like Super Bowl for sure. Super Bowl. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Super Bowl, for sure, Super Bowl. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers, man, Hall of Famer, man. He's, you know, the top quarterback. You know, to 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 do it right now. You know, in my eyes, you know, arguably. Um, so I was just like, man, I, you know, everybody was everybody was looking over and peeking and <laughs> checking the news, like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, it was, it was crazy, man. You know, and I'm from Wisconsin, you know, so I know all about A-Rod, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he's just a phenomenal player, man. And just his leadership would, you know, would, would definitely carry a team a long way, regardless of what team it is. Um, I think he would come in and make a difference. Um, we don't know the situation right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, it is what it is, but uh, he definitely uh, bring the best out of a lot of people over there. Let's just say that. Did it surprise mm-hmm. you, Melvin, that it was the Broncos? I mean, he could have chosen uh, other teams, but he identified, <laughs> this is where I want to come. Like, you know, these guys don't do anything without calculating yeah. everything, right, Melvin? So I think he's looked at your offensive line, you, Yep. Young receivers. Talk to him, Baldy. Yep. They got yeah, weapons over there in Denver, man. man. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, Melvin, I posted a video yesterday of you, you know, against Kansas City. Like, I'm looking at Reisner, good young player, yeah. right? You got Cushenberry inside, Glasgow. Like, he has a chance of being protected pretty good up front. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got And unfortunately, we lost Juwan Dang, man. So, I was, I was really looking forward to, you know, getting him out there. You know, you know, prayers up to him and his, you know. I think we got a good group up front. Um, he definitely be protected. You know, it's kind of funny because I, I seen I seen Teddy. Uh, we was at uh, I want to say House of Athlete, and we were I, w- I went up there and I trained for a couple of days, and I seen him. I was like, hey, bro, you'll be Bronco watch. <laughs> you told like, him that be before the trade? Before it happened. Before it no happened. No way, was, bro. Before it happened, I was like, bro, you're going to be a Bronco, bro. Why you? And he's that? like, nah, because it just, it just, I just was like, man, you know, sometimes you could just see how things playing out. Uh-huh. And then the GM was, you know, from, you know, he was from Minnesota, uh-huh. came from there. So I was like, it's, it's just too many things adding up. And I was just like, hey, hey man, I was like, hey, if you do come, man, we got we got a good team. <laughs> we yeah. got a good team. We got a good team, well, bro. And he was well, know, well, so. well, keep it right there then. I mean, because I think y'all do have one of the better rosters in the league. What's up with Drew, man? What's up with yeah. Drew Locke, man? Like, you know, I know he's a young player, he's a gunslinger, mm. got a hell of an arm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that, you know, obviously there's sometimes in games where things don't go his way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just talk about Drew, man. What are his strengths? What are his weaknesses? Would you like to see out of him going forward yeah. this season? Uh, I just want to see Drew be just more confident. Just, I feel like he got the swagger to do what he need to do. I feel like he got the talent to do what he need to do. Um, 
he just got to have that confidence in himself. I think right now he's just really trying to, he's stuck with trying to, instead of just proving it to himself, he might be stuck trying to prove it to the fans and to the coaches and to, you know, to all these people that, Hey, I'm the guy, you know, he's been battling. It's just like, he hear the noise. Like, you know, we all like to say, Oh, we're ignoring it, but we hear it. We, we hear it. Yeah. We hear it, you know, and he, and he hears it. And I think, you know, he just got to get over that man. Cause he got the swagger. He got the confidence, fearless out there. He's not afraid to chance it and, and give a guy opportunity, man. I just, and I, I think another thing is too, he didn't have a guy like Phillip Rivers or Tom Brady or someone in front of him to really learn from, to really like learn the game and, yeah. and, and really get it. So it's kind of like him having to do it on his own, you know, mm-hmm. he's just been kind of having to do it on his own, man. So, you know, I think that's, that's another reason. And, you know, I think them bringing Teddy here, um, you know, giving him that competition, I think that's going to really bring the best out of him. I think we definitely going to see, you know, another Drew, another side of him. I think we just going to see just more confidence. And and we could tell, I could tell in meetings already that he's, he, you know, he's, well, you he's taking on that. Fire. You can see it. Yeah, you okay. can see it. Like just when he talked, you know, the, the coach told him to go through this, go through that, go through this cadence. Or, you know, you could tell the, the confidence. He, and sometimes it's fake until you make it. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, sometimes you, you ain't lying. You, sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it. Sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it, man. I, yeah, I told him that before too in the locker room. I said, bro, if this not your strong suit to like, you know, just kind of be just loud and just kind of, I said, bro, just fake it, bro. Because guys are watching it, bro. You gotta fake yeah. it, bro, and you fake it eventually become who you are. But just fake it till you make it, bro. Bro, that's some, that's some advice <laughs> for your ass right there, bro. That was dope, man. I like that. You know, when you came in the league, Melvin, you had Philip Rivers there. And yeah. like, he was loud and competitive yeah. and feisty. He wasn't always the greatest. He turned the ball over at the end of games. He'd made some mistakes. But, like, that was his personality yeah. was almost larger than life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, like, just telling him even those kind of stories, Melvin, sometimes can help out a young player. Like, yeah. just the way Philip was, man, just – like he he keep getting anybody's face, you know. Anybody he thought it was right. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody, man. Phil Phil's a different dude, man. Phil, it didn't matter. It, see, I don't think Phil Phil didn't have social media one, so I don't really That's think he heard it. That's the thing. only person that I think <laughs> didn't, yeah. didn't hear the noise. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he didn't have social media unless you sent Phil some stuff. Like he didn't he didn't see it. I mean, yeah. he just was. He was too caught up in the game and in the moment. And I just used to ask him, like, bro, like, you know, I'm a young player, so I, you know, I grew up watching Phil. So I would ask him questions like, bro, like, how do you get over, like, you know, you have a bad game, you have a bad year or whatever. And he was just like, man, you can't, you can't be stuck on that because you can't let that, whatever team that was, if I'm playing the Chiefs and I got the Broncos next week, I can't let the Chiefs beat me two weeks in a row. There you go. You know, he always used to say that. So he would get over things easily. He's like, bro, I don't worry about that. I just, you know, you gotta, you gotta move on and, and just go out there and put your best foot forward. So that's kind of the mindset that I kind of just, you know, being a young guy, you know, soaking things up, being a sponge, that's kind of what I picked up. So. Melvin, if, I, if I'm a Bronco fan, like, you didn't get a chance to see this last year. But I can't wait to see Von Miller, Bradley Chubb on the field mm. together, together. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As like a one-two punch as <laughs> in the league, just the way you had Bose and Ingram. And then Justin Simmons and Sertan. Like, what yeah. you got, Alexander Johnson, people don't talk about him. But yeah, he's, he's a dog, like, yeah. Like, you've got talent on that side, man. Like, I just mm-hmm. want to see all those guys play together. 
Mm-hmm. Mike Shelby. Um, we got some dogs, man. They just picked up some nice corners too. Um, and then we ain't even gonna mention K Jack, just a bully. He a bully, man. He's a bully. Rock, pit, whatever type of dog that's vicious, you call him that. He's just a bully, man. And and it was just so crazy. I was so like disappointed um when Vaughn went down, man, because it was kind of like one of the guys I knew kind of knew Vaughn uh more than I knew kind of anyone on the team before I got there. And he's definitely one of the people I called and asked the, uh, you know, about Denver and all that. So when I got there, I was like, look, man, I got Von Miller here. Whatever he do, I'm doing. Whether he got to do extra treatment, extra massages. If he doing, we was doing extra. I mean, he was working so hard, man. We were doing, we were going, you know, after we run with the team, we go and do, um, you know, extra stuff on the track. I mean, we were getting it in, man. And when he got hurt, literally the last play in the last day of camp, mm-hmm. I was just like, bro, are you kidding me? Those boys, Mike, all those, boys, man, they was eating, man. They was eating at training camp. I'm like, I'm like, we can't do nothing but be ready on offense. <laughs> we we got to be ready. Yeah. These boys here is just balling, bro. Like, it was just crazy. I'm like, man, the defense is just real deal. You know, it's, it's they real know, deal. Man. And then, you know, when Vaughn got hurt, I was like, man, I was looking forward to seeing him and Chubb together, man. Yep. You know, being having to, instead of blocking them and chipping them, exactly. I get to watch them, you know, do yeah. their thing, man. But we got some dogs up front, man. I'm excited to get to camp. And, you know, I'm excited to, you know, have those boys push me because, you know, all, you know, around the board, there's <laughs> some different beasts on that side of the ball, man. Flash, speaking of camp, dog, uh, man, Coach Sherman going to throw you the ball a little bit more, dog. I mean, I know you, we all know you can run the football. You went to Wisconsin, one of the top yeah. We know you can run the football, but and Baldy, me and Baldy talk about running backs, running screens. I think you're one of the best screen runners in our game when you get down the sidewalk, bro. Can Coach Sharma get you involved in the passing game a little bit more? Because I think you're a tough <laughs> tackle, man. Nobody wants yeah. tackle you running full speed. Man, definitely, man. He definitely will. He tried to, but you know, I think we had some injuries up front. Um, mm-hmm. We kind of just needed to help out and you know, we in a lot of the games we were kind of down. You know, you would, you know, so we just had to protect and do our thing. You know, what I mean, we we go out there and he calls stuff for us. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we we would love some more choices and some things like that. But I mean, he's called some routes for us. You know, um, it's just you know the ball didn't come our way. <clears throat> you know, and you can't really complain about it. You know, I always wish I could get the ball in my hand. <laughs> you know, I, you know, whether it's a handoff, you know, my coach just said a swing route or whatever is an extended handoff. So there you go. that's how I look at it. But, uh, you know, we got so many weapons too, man. You know what I mean? I would love to get the ball more. Um, you got Judy, you got K-Jack, you know, Corlin, when he come back, I would think we, O was, I, th- I think O was going to be a great tight end in this league. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, unfortunately, he had to do that. And then you got Noah, who's a baller, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like we got we, – it's only one football. You got about 10 talented, real talented, <laughs> six, seven real talented guys that at the skill position on the offensive side of the ball. So it's like – and then we had Phil. So it was just like, man, it was so, so many. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it's hard for Coach Sherman to kind of really be like, hey, man, I'm going to give you the ball this amount of times. Mm-hmm. You know, with Phil, he just – Phil would just be like, hey, Mel, hey, get open. He'd just be like, hey, get open right here, Wayne. <laughs> I know the ball. I know the ball coming yeah, to me. He's coming to you. <laughs> Phil, Phil, hey, you and man, get open. You have an option, get open. And then I'm going to you. And it was just like that. So I knew I was getting the ball. You know, Phil liked to dunk it down. Yeah. You know, Phil liked to dunk it down. And Drew more of a, Drew more of a down the field. He liked to stretch the field. 
you know, he likes stretch field. So they're two different styles. They, you know, it is what it is. But, um, you know, I think Drew going to come see us a little more. You yeah. know, he got it. He, he going to come see us a little more. I know he is. <laughs> Flash, I had a chance to play with two Hall of Fame running backs, Tony Dorsett and Eric Dickerson. Yeah. Our running backs, uh, Flash, they, they took care of the offensive line. Oh, yeah. That's that's like, that's like, big money ones, huh? Yeah, like, I'm not just dinner, Mike. I'm talking about gifts at the end of the season. Oh, yeah. Like, what kind of uh, – how do you take care of your offensive line, Flash? Um, well, this year I couldn't really take care of – you know, take care of my line how I wanted to. And I usually, like, a thousand – after I get, like, a thousand yards or something, I try to – you know, I try to take – I try to take care of these. That's what I've done in the previous years. Um, I, I gifted them with, like, the whole line. In the tight ends too, um, yeah. with some with some Louis bags, and then I got them some Louis watches before. You know, I try to just get it's it's real it's real hard because you know everybody got everything. You know, <laughs> everybody got everything. You know? <laughs> so I just you know I see the guys when they like to travel. You know, when we was in LA, everybody liked to look good for the pictures. They had this yep. and that. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get them some Louis. So when they they taking their pictures, they can look good. Wife oh. see them, uh, give them kisses, they look good, babe. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm thinking about stuff like that. But I definitely try to be creative. Uh, I usually you know usually give them with something, man. Either you try to take them out to eat or something. It was so hard. I, I couldn't really do nothing with the offensive line this year. I was, what, 16, 14 yards short away from giving them some gifts. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah a thousand, I feel like it's back. Is if you get a thousand yards, you know, you, you, you got to gift them with something, whether it's small or, something or whatever. They appreciate anything, trust me. Um, so, I'm going to figure out something for those guys. I know Phil used to do something for, regardless of what it was, every year he used to do something for the offensive line. You know, trips and things like that. My money, you know, it ain't long like Philly's. Uh, nah, it's that quarterback money. It's that quarterback, quarterback money. money. Yeah, I can't get you no Tristan visa or nothing like that, but, you know, I can get you something, man. So I'm going to definitely, you know, take them boys out and get and do something for them boys. You got to, man. It's just they don't get enough attention, man, and they really the engine that drives yes, the are. whole – they drive everything, you know, without on both sides of the ball. That up front, man, if they ain't winning, we ain't winning. Now, for a guy who's from Wisconsin, do you know where the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I had a yourself, couple friends. You got a new teammate, man, from Wisconsin, Whitewater. Yeah. All right. Like, have you welcomed him yet? Like, you like you Wisconsinites? Have you given him you know, like the big old bear hug on him or what? I I I hit him up on the Instagram, man, and I yeah. told him, man, you know, let's work, let's work, man. I'm excited. You know, he went to Whitewater. I had a, I had some close friends uh, that went to Whitewater. You know, so yeah. I've been there before, man. So yeah, I know all about it. So when I, it was kind of, it was funny though, because. When when that stuff came out, I was like under the comments, uh, you know, talking about them. Like, yeah, you got a little Wisconsin boys. We know how to do it. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, and and then I seen that we drafted him. I was like, man, that's crazy. So I'm excited, man, to get him here, man. I know he's he's stoked, especially going to Whitewater, man, and, yeah. and you know, not giving many opportunities and and to be a part of you know, uni uh, not university, but organization like the Broncos. From Whitewater, man, not to discredit them, but you know, it's not like it's a UCLA a player, or you know. Good player, man. I think he is. I watched his film. I was like, when I seen him at the you know, I you know I didn't watch I, I, I watched the lineman now. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the lineman now. <laughs> if I don't do nothing, I'll you know, so or there's a running back smiling everywhere when a when a when a lineman get picked Absolutely. up. So you know, I, you know I'm watching. He was mauling guys in the in the senior bowl, man. So yeah, I was like, was. let's go. <laughs> let's go, man. 
Folks, we've got more with Melvin Gordon that we'll share with you on the next time. Oh, there's definitely a next time, Mike. Melvin Gordon, we call him Flash. Flash brought it to the locker room. I can't wait for the next time. Yes, he did. But for now, that'll do it for this week's episode of Total Access to Locker Room. For more insight with the locker room point of view, check out the latest episodes every Wednesday and Friday on Apple and Spotify. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.